I'm in HD1 Columbia. I'm Kendall Smith. And I'm Lydia Blackstone. This is Politically Inclined from WUSC News. up on this week's show, the four student body executive officers have been decided. Last week's Alex Harrell secured a victory over Aiden Baker for the position of student body president. We're joined by Harrell on the show this week to talk about his upcoming year in office. Plus, today is International Women's Day. Stay tuned for a look at how women are celebrating, especially after a monumental year for women in American politics. All that and more coming up on this week of Politically Inclined. The news is first. You're listening to Politically Inclined from WUSC News. The student body president run was a close one, but Alex Harrell managed to get a win against his challenger, Aiden Baker. And Kate Turner, who ran on the Harrell-Turner ticket, defeated Jack Lind for student body treasurer. Emily Dingler won the student body vice president and Morgana McEvitt will be the speaker of the student senate. Here with us to discuss more about what comes next is student body president-elect Alex Harrell. Alex, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm happy to be back. So first, tell me what that moment on Green Street, when you heard that you were going to be student body president, how did you feel? What was that moment like for you? Oh, it, it was awesome. You know, it was it was truly electric. You know, hearing my name read from the election commissioner, it was it was truly awesome. It just put in perspective, you know, all the hard work we put in with, you know, campaigning and the team. And, you know, we just, it just all came to fruition and we were just super excited. Alex, you were thinking about that day last week of finding out whether or not you won or not. You ended up finding out that you won. Now that next date that you're looking ahead to, I'm sure, is March 25th, your inauguration day. But for now, what do things look like for you in this transition period as you head into that March 25th date? You know, we're just uh, we're just kind of keeping our heads down and, and, and getting to work. You know, it's a uh, the transition periods, you know, it's it's a lot, but, you know, it's where your presidency is made now. You know, how well you handle the tr- transition period and, you know, getting the right people in, in the right cabinet positions, the right staff positions. And, you know, we're just we're working hard and, and we're ready. We're ready for March 25th. I can I can tell you that. Yeah. And, you know, to go off of that, you know, I've seen those posts, a lot of staff application opportunities there. What type of opportunities are there and, and what type of people are you looking for to join you um, on this team? Yeah. So we've got some staff, uh, staff, staff and cabinet applications open. Um, you know, everything within cabinet will will work directly with you know the university and, and policy wise. And so then we have staff ap- staff applications as well. And also, if anybody listening tonight is interested in applying, you guys can go to my Instagram, which is Alex with two X's, H-A-R-R-E-L-L, and I have a link in my Instagram bio that'll take you to staff applications on Garnet Gate and as well as the um, Zoom info session we're going to be doing tonight at 730. It's not too late to RSVP. If you're interested and have any questions, you know, all four of us will be on Zoom and we will be more than happy to answer any questions you guys have. Alex, I'm sure you've seen some of those day-in-the-life vlogs on YouTube where people go through their typical day in their life. Well, let's talk about your first day in office on March 25th. If you had to describe what that first day is going to look like, how would you describe it? 
Um, you know, I probably won't get a wink of sleep the night before. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of been that way already. You know, it's just so exciting. Um, you know, waking up early for meetings, I never thought I'd be more excited to do it. But, you know, it's it's something that when you work this hard, you're just you're just super excited to do it. And, you know, we are we are super excited. My, my staff that I already have put together and, and myself and my family, we're all excited to get March 25th. Hopefully, um, you know, friends and family will be able to attend inauguration. Um, but it's it's going to be a great day. And we're just we're all super excited. March 25th is definitely going to be like Christmas morning for you. <laughs> of course, yes. <laughs> Won't get a wink of sleep. I like that. And speaking of fun surprises, um, today the university announced that we're going to be going back to um, full in person next semester, which is something a lot of students are really excited about. Um, tell me, has that affected your plans at all? No, you know, I, I think it's it, it stays pretty in line with what we talked about. You know, and I, I mentioned this in my SGTV interview you know, students have found online learning effective for them, and, you know, it's not going to go away. And, and I still think that, you know, some of those issues we have with online learning right now still need to be addressed because, you know, a lot of students have found it effective for them, and they're, you know, not going not gonna to stop doing it. Alex, speaking of some of your plans, USC has been criticized recently for building names that create an unwelcoming campus environment. What are some things that you plan to do as student body president to ease those concerns of students and help to make campus more welcoming to all Gamecocks? You know, I think first thing you have to do is is let the students know that, you know, your student execs are, are listening. You know, they, they have to know that that we hear what they're saying and that we're going to we're going to advocate for them. And, you know, this is something I campaign hard on is that the students needed a student body president who has advocacy work. You know, with all the issues the students are, are feeling very passionately about right now, it, it takes somebody with advocacy work to do it because issues that they feel so passionately about are, are decided at the General Assembly. And, you know, it, it starts with the students knowing that they're going to have a student body president and other execs that are going to go over there and advocate for them and try to get the things done they want done. Yes, and so this is going to be a little bit different this year because you ran on a ticket with the treasurer, so um, it's looking like your vice president is going to be somebody from the Evolve campaign, Emily Dingler. Tell me, how are you planning to work alongside somebody who ran on a different ticket, and how are y'all already communicating to you know benefit the future of the university together? You know, it, it really doesn't change anything. You know, Emily's she's she's awesome. She's she's super sweet, and I know she's a super hard worker, and she's going to be a great vice president. You know, we uh. We've already all been talking. We've all been getting to know each other here in the past few days. And, you know, I'm excited to see what she's going to do. I know she's got some great ideas that are going to come out of the vice president's office. And, you know, with, with restrictions loosening up and, and classes going back in person, you know, she's got a lot of programming opportunities she has in front of her. And, you know, I can't wait to see what she does. I know she's going to excel in the role for sure. Alex, I think this next question is particularly important to our seniors here at the University of South Carolina. Do you have any updates for us on a potential in-person commencement that we have been talking about for months now? You know, what I, what I will say is um, I, would, I would tell those seniors to, to keep a hold on their phones and, and their computers this week or maybe beginning of next week. They will, they'll be getting a welcoming message coming soon. That is something to be excited for. Definitely something exciting to tease there. I, I hope that <laughs> we'll see something um, really happy for those seniors that, um, you know, a lot didn't get it last year. So it would be a great thing to have that opportunity this year. Um, coming into this position, you know, um, is there anything that you're specifically, you know, nervous about? Are you dreading anything? Or is it just all excitement? No, it's all excitement. You know, it's it's crazy because I don't think it's necessarily fully sunk in yet. You know, it's you know, I haven't even been, you know, sworn in yet, but the, the, the work's already started. And, you know, I guess that's the part that kind of sinks in for you because you're like, wow, you know, the, the excitement's over. It's time to get to work from day one. But, you know, it's it's just it's super exciting. I don't really, you know, obviously I'm a little bit nervous because, you know, I got to I got to lead the student body. And, you know, anybody says they're not nervous to do that's crazy. But, 
you know, we got a great opportunity in front of us and, and we're going to take it full head. Full, you know, full head, full steam ahead. So. You know, going back to what you said, are, are we going to get an announcement this week that there's going to be an in-person um, graduation possibly? Is that something that could be happening this week? You know, I you know, I don't know if it's necessarily for me to say quite yet just because I Okay, have it, sorry, I have, I have to been, ask. You know, but I, I would tell I would tell our seniors listening and, and anybody listening to to keep keep their cell phones and their computers close because something something will be coming very very soon and I think they'll be pretty excited. Very interesting there. Love to hear that. Super exciting for what's to come. Now let's also talk about what is to come for you, Alex Harrell. Obviously, you probably want to think about this next year ahead and, and what you have going on for you in terms of being student body president at the University of South Carolina. But you're still a student, just like the rest of us. You're going to graduate next year. So talk to us a little bit about what your future looks like. Are you looking to get into politics? Are you eyeing a route like that in the future? You know, it, it's really tough to say. You know, if you'd asked me this question a year ago, I would have, you know, undoubtedly told you, you know, I want to go to law school and I want to practice law for the rest of my life. But, you know, I've 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 had the the privilege of working around politics just about my whole life and, and being around it for so long. You know, something I didn't necessarily want to get into, but you know, I I I've really kind of started to realize that, you know, more so lobbying is what I want to do. You know, I am anybody who knows me knows that I cannot sit behind a desk. I I gotta be up, I gotta be moving, I gotta be doing something and so you know, with lobbying, that's kind of the cool aspect. You're, you're kind of moving and you're shaking. You're getting to go places. You're getting to meet people. And, and, you know, that's kind of more so the route I'm thinking about going. You know, still want to go to law school, still want to get my JD. But, you know, I'm just I'm here for, for a good time and to do some good things for the students. And, and we'll see where that takes me. Yeah, many times, another question that I have for you is, many times student government can be criticized of not being accessible to students. How are you going to work to make it more accessible to students, to make it really be the student voice? You know, I, you know that's a question that comes up all the time. And, you know, it's, it's something that starts with just like what we're doing tonight. We're doing an info session, you know. Oftentimes, roles and staff positions and, and, and applications aren't, aren't made aware to students, and it's not, it's not broadcasted, it's not advertised enough, and we, and we want the students to know, hey, you know, student government is not... You know, it's not cultish. It's it's inclusive. Every anybody and everybody can join, no matter no matter what you believe in, no matter what you do. So, you know, we just we want to start that culture off, you know, firm, fast, and hard on our in our administration. And you know, I, I know with the four ejects we have this year, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one. Alex, any other thing to add here on this interview on Politically Inclined before we get out of here? I just, you know, I'm just super excited to be here, sitting in the chair again as as president elect, and you know, I'm looking forward to a good year and. You know, I think we got some awesome stuff for the students coming. Well, that was student body president-elect Alex Harrell joining us on Politically Inclined. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Politically Inclined from WUSC News. March 8th is International Women's Day, and women across the country in the state of South Carolina and on campus are celebrating the accomplishments of women and their historical achievements over the years. Politically, it was a big year for women as the first female vice president of the United States took office. A record number of women are serving in the 117th Congress, and three women serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. Today, 
Today, female political figures worldwide are backing the hashtag Press for Progress campaign to continue to push for female empowerment and representation in politics globally. And Lydia, what a beautiful day it is outside. Gorgeous, sunny day for interna- International Women's Day today from politics to global politics to national to here in South Carolina. I feel like everybody has been celebrating this International Women's Day, and it really is great to see. Yes, Kendall, it's always a good day. Day when I look and I have a team Snapchat Snapchat that's a little oh, video. Yes. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. And, you know, I've seen so many different women celebrated. Um, of course, 2021 and 2020 being a big year for a lot of women. Um, it's something very exciting to highlight some of those specific women um, this year for International Women's Day. Yeah, absolutely. And this is obviously a political show, but you know good and well, Lydia, I am a sports gal at I heart. Know. I am I a sports reporter. That is what I do. That is what I live for. And honestly, it is so ironic that International Women's Day is today. And our Lady Gamecocks yesterday took home oh, the yes. SEC tournament win. This is their sixth year out of seven years taking home the SEC tournament victory, Aaliyah Boston winning tournament MVP. I mean, that is ironic that we get to have one of the best women's basketball teams in the country here on our campus in today's International Women's Day, where we can celebrate amazing women like that and the accomplishments that they have achieved. You know what? Not just the best team, the best coach, too. I mean, look at Dawn Staley. She is out of this world, and it's just so incredible that we have a incredible team like that that highlights the success of you know women right here on our campus and you want to talk about you know women here from south carolina who have been successful can we claim john staley as ours like i know she's she ours. went to the university of virginia but i think she's been here long enough we can claim john staley here as a gamecock in the palmetto state i'm gonna go ahead and include her because we're claiming her here in south carolina sorry if you're from virginia sorry if you're a cavaliers fan but don staley she is officially ours as a gamecock i have to agree kendall and you know to even bring it to South Carolina as a whole. There's so many um, women this year um, in politics. Like, look, for example, let's take it back to politics. We can't forget about them. You know, (laughs) I know we want to talk sports, Kendall, but let's bring it back. Let's rein it in. Let's talk about Nancy Mace. You know, she was able to unseat somebody in the, you know, and that's a huge deal as a woman as well down in Charleston. Tell us more about that, Kendall. Yeah, so Nancy Mace actually took the seat from Joe Cunningham. He was the Democrat incumbent running against her in South Carolina District one up in the low country in Charleston, South Carolina. Nancy Mace is the only woman who serves on the United States Congress from South Carolina. So that is a huge achievement to highlight. Not only is she the only woman serving in the 117th Congress from South Carolina, but also she was the first female graduate of the Citadel, the Military College of South Carolina up in Charleston. So she has a ton of great accomplishments as a woman, truly trailblazing forward for so many women. And I think if if you especially look at that Citadel accomplishment, I mean, that is huge considering women couldn't even go to the Citadel until the 1990s. And then she was the first woman to graduate from there. That is huge progress right there. And even to zoom out a little bit more on the national level, we have our first female vice president, Kamala Harris. And that was a huge deal for so many women, so many women of color as well. Um, I think the day of the inauguration, I almost heard more about her than Joe Biden just because it was so monumentally historic. And that's something this year that we get to claim um, as women, something very exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Becoming the first female vice president of the United States is just such a major accomplishment and truly setting the precedence, I think, for years to come for women in politics, no matter 
what, there is a place for women at the table in politics. And I think that is so, so exciting. Now more than ever, I think in every avenue of life, whether it's politics, whether it's sports, whether it's the arts, whatever it might be, women are stepping up to the plate and they're saying, hey, this is my time to shine. Women deserve a seat at the table and I'm here for it. I'm here for it as well. And also, you know, we look on our campus, our campus, we're seeing, you know, we have two female, um, Izzy Rushton and Hannah White, you know, our our president, the soon to be gone president. I mean, we just heard from Alex Harrell, but we have two females right there um, stepping up to the plate, becoming president, becoming vice president. Um, and, you know, that's not just here on campus. Even as a whole, we have so many um, female leadership. I mean, Darla Moore, that's probably our big, biggest selling point is that building right there. And also her accomplishments as well in the business world. Um, that's something that we get to claim as South Carolinians as well. Yeah, absolutely. And you talk about Izzy and Hannah, two awesome women who are running this university. We have three women who are elected to serve in executive office positions for this upcoming 2021-2022 school year. That would be Emily Dangler, Kate Turner, and Morgiana McDevitt, which is just so exciting. They'll be serving alongside of Alex Harrell in three of those four executive office positions. So like we said, International Women's Day, I mean, there is just so much to talk about. Be sure if you're out there to thank those special women in your life because I can guarantee you anywhere you look, you're going to see a great gal somewhere and we need to celebrate them on days like today and every day. I mean, we wouldn't be here without them. Call your mom. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, for sure. Make sure to celebrate International Women's Day in your own special way today. After this break, we will be right back on Politically Inclined. Well, that's all for Politically Inclined this week. Make sure to tune in each Monday at 6 p.m. for a discussion on the biggest political news. Politically Inclined is a production by WUSC News and is produced by Chelsea Vines and Flynn Snyder. Make sure to also follow us on Instagram at WUSC underscore news and on Twitter at WUSC News. The music for Politically Inclined is called Fluffy by Smith the Mister. You can go find other news shows and WUSC News podcast at GarnetMediaGroup.org. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram, again, at WUSC News. Happy International Women's Day, everyone, from WUSC News in Columbia. I'm Kendall Smith. And I'm Lydia Blackstone. We will see you next week.